What's up, everybody? Yes, yes, yo, you don't stop. Big John come rocking the short shot. It's the big man with the big mouth for the big apple. Bo -bo 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 big Johnny Star coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. We coming out the chair as always. What's up to me and you, the call to pen crew? Rate, review, and subscribe because that stuff matters more than it should. Couple of the DJs making it over. Waiting in the comment list. Man, really appreciate you guys as we move over to the new time. That's 9:30 a.m. EST for the late listeners. D-Rock, Taco Core, Brian Rose, Brian E, Capo Status. Coolest cucumbers in the draw. What's going on, yo? Not enough, we got no time to fool around with diving right into the games. I talk entirely too much. No lessons today. Pure analytical blitz ball. You know, that's what it is sometimes. We've got a full slate in just a few minutes to get to it. So without any further ado, here we go. It's a thing that we do. Me and you, the crew, baby. Bro. Oh, you know what? Last time I said I wasn't going to talk, but I, come on, I got to throw it up. I will be on uh, Toronto's ESPN affiliate today at 3 o'clock on the radio, uh, TSN. For, you know, so grab your syrup and your uh, finest moose. You know, ride your moose with your syrup, and I'll see you in the Yukon. All right, first up is the beer makers. Julio, Tehran, Iran, rest in peace, Iron Cheek, plus 175 dogs on the road against the Fighting Phils. And Aaron Nola, he's been a really tough go. Very funny. Tehran completely fell apart. We've been betting the underwalk stuff. He had this control going, but man, it's been really, it's been really rough. I think we knew the regression was coming, right? Three six four ERA, a one oh two whip, basically because of the five percent walk rate. But everything else, not really what you'd expect. I think he's been, been a bit lucky, you know. I don't, I think that was pretty much telegraphed with the two thirty nine BABIP. He has controlled the home runs, you know. If you're getting not walking players, I should say, and controlling home runs. You're going to be ahead of the game, but he's really struggled on the road. 875 OPS allowed. That's a five and a half XFIP and three home runs per nine against the Phillies. Really interesting line put up today. The Phillies F5 total is at 3.5. I initially had gone under that. I know my boy Matty Dub is under the F5. I don't know if we have the team totals there. I don't know if I want to go under because we've seen Tehran explode. I was going to go under the Phil's F5. I don't think we have access to this one. Look at that. We just need like the Candyman, right? You say the Candyman's name three times, and he appears. Name, say Matty W's name. Matt Williams, what's up, man? Good to see you. I swear, I just mentioned your name. It's like, boom. Good morning, everybody. I, me and Matt have like a, a symbiosis of magic going on. You want to talk about magic, follow my dude, Matt. He is crushing the betting streets, man. I'm up like 20 units, and I, I feel kind of silly. My dude's like working on his fourth digit now. All right, so I'm not really buying. Like I said, I know Matt is under the total there. I think I'm under the F5, three and a half. But then I'm going to leave it because I'm having trouble trusting Nola. The earn indicators are in place. You know, a lot of disciplinary stuff looks good. 30 CSW, 33 ball, 65 first strike. You know, he's got the bully metric going. Lots of stuff that I do like from Nola, and he's been excellent at home. The Milwaukee offense has just kind of stuck their thumb in my eye every single time I go against them. 344 OBP, last 500 PAs, 11% walk rate. 24 line drive. Those are all really good. It's 109 WRC plus 335 Woba. You know, they're stealing bases and stuff. That really is at the center of a lot of the damage. So I think I'm leaving this one. Matt says, abandon ship. Phillies BVP versus Tehran is scary. Yeah, man, the F5 3.5 is so high. That's like a Coors number. Corby, who I had in the show Friday, we were talking about those, just those unusually high numbers. I did pull the plug because it was juiced, but needing to get four runs. Through five, 
without cores or crazy wind and stuff. Going to be really tough. I'm leaving this one alone. Next up, Trolley Dodgers. Hollywood always up to no good. Michael Grove on the bump. I got even money against the Blackbirds with Orange Vest, Tyler Wells, one of my favorite young pitchers. We can't bury the lead, Jay. Every single time Wells is on the bump, you know we're betting that F5. Mike Grove, I'm not buying it. People are into the Dodgers. We know the offense is really good. But a 6.89 ERA, 1.55 whip, nearly 900 OPS allowed. The expected ERA north of five for Michael Grove. Nearly 90% zone contact. Tons of fly balls, lots of barrels, lots of home runs. Hopefully, we get it here. Keep an eye on your lefties. Lefties batting 345 with a 1,000 OPS against Grove. I didn't get to any player prop stuff with the new time slot. My hitter prop, again, something you Matt and I speak about all the time. Pitching props, I kind of feel comfortable like attacking, right? Um, it's particularly if you're following Matt's work and other short people dream posting stuff the night before. Pitching props, you go get. The hitter props, I really want to like get into it and digest it and look and see. I feel like the prices don't move that much. So you really don't need to, I would bet on bump garter against Grove. That's a guy here. It's, it's, it's pretty bad, but Wells is really good. 318 area, sub one whip. All the indicators agree. 25K to only six walk. You know, we love that. 28 CSW, the whiff rate up above 26. So we get some sustainable stuff with an 83% in zone contact. So he can win in the zone and he can win out of the zone. He's getting swings and misses. Loving it. The fly ball rate is really elevated, but you got to keep an eye on the infield flies as well. I heard, I already heard someone quote today, 54% fly ball. Like, but if, if the infield fly rate is up above 13, the thing you'd be worried about is the misses in the middle have turned into barrels, which have turned into home runs. But Wells at home, right? This is where you really want to back him. 190 batting average allowed. That's a sub 600 OPS, 257 ERA for Wells on the road. So give me. Tyler Wells and the Baltimore Orioles, F5 over the Dodgers. Really, when you're facing the Dodgers, I don't want to give them nine innings to beat us. We saw it happen yesterday, right? The fifth inning, Grayson was rolling, and then boom, they can go get you. Next up, it's the Guardians and Logan Allen. He's back, minus 110 split on the road against the Buccos, black and yellow, Mitch Keller. Same 110 again. It's just the worst, man. I hate bookmakers. 110, minus 110 on both sides should be a pick em, right? Or pick a favorite for us, please. So ridiculous. Not even minus 105. These bookmakers are just, just disgusting. As if they don't make enough money selling garbage nerfy parlays to people. All right, Logan Allen, 347 ERA, but a 144 with OPS up near 800. You know, I really – I tend to like Allen, but we have seen him struggle, and sometimes that's like an issue that – but I think that I have fantasy players that I like. Maybe I tend to – not to say marry them, but stick with them a bit longer – he had two scoreless outings last time, but they were both limited. Actually, the last three outings were limited, but he threw 98 pitches. Okay, so that's an issue, 98 pitches to get through three and a third. He's been wildly inefficient. He's walking a ton of batters. Logan has walked at least two batters in each of the last six. So I know Matt is on the under. I'm a bit worried there. Though Allen has been good on the road. Again, I think he's good, but not great. Flip side, Mitch Keller, 3 3 1 ERA, 112 whip, OPS at 630. Disciplinary basket, nice and strong. Earn run indicators all strong, right? Sierra and expected ERA at 3.6 or below. 29 CSW, 33 ball, 85 zone contact, looking really strong. He's been really good against lefty striking on 29% of the lefties facing the dominant at home. Sub 200 batting average allowed, sub 550 OPS with a 2-6 ERA, sub 1 homer 9 for Mitch Keller. I know my boy Matty there was on the under F5. I didn't get to it, but I could definitely see where these offenses are not very good, in particular the Pirates. Man, a sub 285 expected and Woba split against righties last 30 days. That is just 
atrocious. You know what? Let's tail our good buddy back here. Let's go under the F5. We want to go under the five here for sure. I want, actually, yeah, that that F that 5.5 is so ridiculous. Wherever book is at now, you can't do that. So we, we go under the five. We hit the – if we hit it, then we'll split it, as they say. So let's stick with the under there and move it on. You know, I was really into Keller earlier on in the year. We've seen him slip a bit. The 3-4 ERA last 400 pitches thrown. However, came in a walk ERA in Sierra north of 4-6. But I think he'll get it done because the Cleveland offense just – from a disciplinary standpoint, they're really good. Dead last in pull rate, sub-30% hard hit rate, sub-6% barrel. Pittsburgh, sub-5% that's last 500 PA. So I'm down with the under. Next up. Joey Musgrove and the Padres, those Friar Tucks from the perfect weather in San Diego, minus 115. Slight favorites on the road against Alec Manoa and the Bluebirds from Canada. I mean, this is a this is an interesting one, right? What do you believe in Manoa? We saw how dominant he was last year. 200 phenomenal innings. He came here. He goes awful. They ran him out to the California Penal League, right, where he got rocked from 11 runs by 11-year-olds. And now he's back. And he, he beat up the Tigers. I know people, LOL, I roll the Tigers, but I think the Tigers are okay. Let's get into it. Musgrove, 329 ERA, 115 whip, 680 OPS, all the indicators below, three and three quarters, 5% walk rate, 29 CSW, 33 balls. So the control rate, very, very good. Bully metric, way intact. I mean, he's way over it, right? That's when we add first strike with O swing. When it comes over 100, you've got a pitcher that gets on the map, he gets ahead, and can get you to chase his junk. It's a good formula to get through F5, 65 first strike, 40. O-swing for Joey Musgrove. Looking really good. 25% hard hit rate. 262 expected wall bar. Really, really, really good. Starting to get it going for Musgrove. Toronto offense starting to get it going as well, though. This is why I did not follow my boy, Matty, on the under here. I know I threw it somewhere else as well. After I print, I like to go look what the other smart people are doing and see which bets I think I'm going to lose. All right, Toronto. Sub-19% strikeout rate. Last 500, they're putting the ball in the air, which is big for them. They're also pulling the ball. Toronto, top eight in pull rate, top eight in fly ball rate, top eight in barrel and hard hit. That's a 336 team warm Last five, they're very good against righties as well. San Diego, flip side. We've seen them get up off the bat. The one thing that I know we have to take a gold star for, right? One of the things that I know I'm very good at, it kind of comes from trading, is trend indication. People are too into the smallest sample or the biggest sample? Like year-to-date is too much, yesterday is too small. You want to look at all of the different samples and how they interact with each other. This is how I dispel people saying that hot is not a thing. You know, it's not hot is a thing. Sine wave is a thing. So it's all about Manoa tonight. If you think he's going to be normal, it's not even worth quoting his stats because they're all so really bad, right? You either think he's the garbage six ERA pitcher or you think he's kind of corrected it. The thing is that San Diego disciplinary basket, the gold star I mentioned, picking up on disciplinary trends that are really outlying to the good side or to the downside as an indication of the sine wave coming. I mean, San Diego really excellent right now. Sub 20% K rate, number one in walk rate. That's a 12.5% walk rate as a team. Chase rate, number one, below 28. But they're putting the ball in the air, hitting it hard with barrels. You know, San Diego really not to be messed with. Today's going to be a true test for Manoa. Do me a favor. I'm curious what the markets think. Jake, can we see the San Diego team total? I'm just curious. I don't know if I'm going to hit it. It would have to be three and a half or four. It's probably not. It's four and a half. Man, four and a half with slight juice. 
really not bad. It would really come down. I want to bring up Toronto bullpen to see. Toronto, I'm going to back off because the Toronto bullpen has been really good. Last 33 innings, 164 ERA, 0.82 whip, sub-3 Sierra, 145 BA allowed. It's been very, very good. So I was just curious to see what the market thought, what the books thought. You know what? When they smack you with those 4.5, it's almost a sign of indifference, right? A 4.5 line is non-committal. Seemed to be said for a 4.5 for an F5 total. So I told you no lessons today, but there's boop, there's one feather in the cap. Like I noticed that today. Sorry, Matt said he didn't pick the other hair, but someone else, Matt, <laughs> making me look. No, dude, you're, you you could look as the same as you want. You got triple digit units. Who gives a hell? I think you were on the San Diego under the last three days. Maybe I just got it. It's like habitual. Yeah, if you know, I've been trying to convince Matt that there's loveliness in the unders, even in the offensive environment. And I think when it's a five and five and a half, it certainly is. William Craig, what's up? Thanks for joining us, man. Not seeing the daily K lunge on an FD. Yeah, they're cowards. They're also waiting for a few games to get posted. When we get to the end, you'll see Boston is waiting on a starter. Yankees, Colorado. Colorado hasn't uh, confirmed yet either. That's why Matt's, Matt's certainly not insane. Okay, next up. Anthony Discofani, panic at the Italian disco. And the Gigantes on the road, minus 140 favorites against Luke Dream Weaver. Man, I believe he's going to give up after six runs through the night. Plus 115 dogs with those reds starting to come back to earth. Discofani, 444 ERA, 119 whip. That's what we're going to be looking at with the sub 5% walk rate. When Disco is good, he's really, really good. The control rate is great. The strikeout stuff is not going to be there. Don't expect it. But, you know, you're getting lots of ground balls. He suppressed. The barrels below eight suppressed the home runs, kept him in the yard, and he's been pretty good on the road. The problem here is, again, pitching against those Reds. I lost on San Francisco yesterday trying to get the red line cover. We didn't get the second run we needed. I don't think I'm going to look for it today, even though Weaver has been really bad. 70 ERA, 1-6 whip, 9-36 OPS trade. Do me a favor, bring up the San Francisco team total, please. I think that's where I'd want to go. This one to me is an over or a team total. Man, I hate needing six. How about the F5 total altogether? We'll finish up on Weaver. It's been really gross, right? 17% K, eight swing and strike, 19% whiff, 27 O swing. There's just not a thing above average in the profile. 40% fly ball, 43 hard hit, 11 barrel equals what? You, the handsome gentleman in the back, you have more than two home runs per nine and a plus 400 expected wall ball on contact. Giants offense, Weird. The surface stats going to trash you, right? The average at 222, OPS at 643, the pull rate really low, everything really, really, really low. But we know they don't strike out. They put the ball in the air, and just sometimes that's enough to score runs. Against Weaver in that ballpark, that's my thing. You see the Giants' offense, it looks like they're never going to score again. 78 WRC+, plus, 286 Woba against righties last 30 days, but again, Man, Weaver's been really bad. Cincinnati offense starting to go in the tank. They strike out a ton. How about the disco props? That was something that I wanted to have in mind. Cincinnati strikes out an absolute ton. They're super aggressive. And I think the disco strikeout line was at three and a half. Okay, so if it's three and a half near and plus money, that is something I like. Again, how's that? Matt, let's let's bring some sanity back to Matt. This is something, a conversation he and I had that he sold me on some sharp stuff that that's what you want to be looking at with overs, right? Look to go over three and a half. Like sometimes that bar is just way too low. I've made the mistake of trying to go over three and a half. I don't think you really want to do that because we've just seen it. Umpiring and like foul balls and stuff, you know, guys that are not strikeout guys at all just kind of walk into four strikeouts. If they're ground bowlers and they're contact guys, who they generally are, if they can get to six innings. And I think that was the point that Matt was driving home that was so impactful for myself was – 
it's not so much as getting to four strikeouts. It's the K per nine compared with the distance. So just a little bit, another little baby feather there for everybody. So I like the Giants. I like the team total. But give me the strikeouts because I, I, they're so – Cincinnati is so aggressive with this stuff. and They're ground ball machines. and I don't know. I, I hope they get it together. You know, I'm like a closeted Reds fan. All right, next up, it's the pale hose, those white socks from the south side of the tracks in Chicago, plus 100. Even money on the road against the Let's Go Metsco and Carlos Cookie Carrasco. Surface stats pretty rough. He started getting it going for a bit. Then kind of went back on the tank. I've been into Geo, who's kind of corrected course lately. I don't want to bury the lead. I got white sockums through the F5. Right, we got that near even money. Yeah, let's get that one, Jay. Give me that one for sure. Let's get through it. Giolito, 345 ERA, 114 whip, OPS below 700. Kind of checking all those boxes. 18% K minus walk, 12 swinging strike, 29 CSW. Again, checking the boxes. 29 whiff rate, 85 zone contact. So everything we're kind of looking for. Lots of fly balls with tons of pop-ups because I, I actually had Ethan Katz on my show at FTN a year and a half ago. And they're unabashed about throwing up in the zone. That's what you're going to get. There have been some home runs. There have been some barrels because of his struggles on the road. But, again, G. Lido, I think he's really corrected course. And all the recent numbers kind of flashing. Take a look at Carrasco, 5 ERA, 1-4 whip. Every indicator north of 5. Expected ERA north of 6. 6% King minus BB. But, like I said, we, we know there's potential there. I'm just not sure what's going on. Again, there was a point where he spun it around. And we were getting ready to go. And, I mean, his last outing, he spun an absolute gem. Five gave up two. Four gave up two before that, right? Not very good. Five walks through nine and two outings. Two homers, four earned, not great. Hadn't completed five and two more outings before that. Now I'm not so sure we got. But, again, that last game was against Arizona. I think I'm kind of selling the rip on this one. Yeah, I think my, my model is just, regress, just regressing it back. So I've got Chicago for the F5. The offense stinks. If the Mets score two, we're probably going to lose. But the Let's Go Mets go offense struggling as well. 213 batting average, less 500 plate appearances as a team. They've scored only 32 runs. Those are both bottom three. Ground ball double plays, bottom three as well. 30% hard hit rate. I mean, it's been really, really rough. So I just think G. Lito, again, this one is going to be close. I'm not expecting the blowout here. Sometimes I'm hoping to mop the floor on my F5s. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I got White Suckums, like 2-1, 2-0, against the Mets. I'm trying – I wanted to bring up the bullpen stuff really quick. Yeah, Mets bullpen has been a bit better than White Sox. That's why I had that one trimmed, the F5, plus the road stuff, whatever. Next up. It's the snakes with shapes on their back, Arizona Diamondbacks and Zach Davies, plus 170 dogs on the road against the Bravos and Bryce the Elder. Minus 215 favorites. I mean, Elder, I just – I can't back Elder. I think the Braves are going to crack Davies. Jay, do me a favor. Bring up the totals, please. I almost feel like skipping right to the bullpens. Arizona bullpen has stunk. Atlanta bullpen has been good. Well, yeah, we're like north of 6 at 5 and 10 full game. I should have assumed that. So I think it's thanks, but no thanks. I know there's a couple of sharps on the Braves to cover today. I don't know if I could buy it. Again, Davies terrible. 6-4 ERA, 1-5 whip. But the Sierra at 5, stuff plus the fastball below 70. It is really bad. You know, double-digit walk rate, 42% ball rate, 27 chase rate. Just awful. He misses. He misses bad. And he's not fooling anybody. Lefty's hitting 300 against an 820 OPS. It's 
It's been rough. Plus five ERA on the road as well against Bryce the Elder with a sub three ERA, one two whip. I cannot buy with this guy selling K minus walk ERA up near five, Sierra up near four and a half. I mean, 10% K minus BB, 36% ball rate, 89 zone contact. This is not great, but he's a ground ball machine, 55% ground ball rate for Bryce the Elder. And, you know, that'll do it. Even with the elevated hard hit rates, enough ground balls, he's getting by on the Babbitt. And he's surviving. 273 Babbitt has been the reason for the 273 ERA. I got it, man. It is eventually. He's eventually going to get served. He's been very good at home. But, man, what do we make of the Arizona offense, right? So much up and down. We've seen the potential because we've seen them run into first place. They're on the slide right now. But if we were talking about disciplinary metrics, portending production in the future, Arizona, 10.5% walk rate. That's top five. Single digits swing and strike rate, 29 chase, 90 zone contact. These are the things we're looking for. With a top eight pull rate, that number's above 43. Those are all the things that we're looking for. And they're stealing bases. But everything else has been trashed. 211 BA, 635 OPS, too many ground balls, too many barrels. Not enough barrels, sorry, 5% barrel. So I do understand where the Sharps are coming in with the Braves cover. I'm flipping over to the Algo, and I have a cover as well. What's that What's that number look like, man? I mean, like, right now it's just almost like betting on the Braves. And I, like I said, we have the bullpen edge. All right, I've been sold. Let's hit the Braves cover as well. Again, if we don't get it early, we get it late. The Braves offense is just so freaking good. And I mentioned the Diamondbacks as a ground ball machine, matchup with Elder. He's good around the edges. Maybe it's time to let the trend be my friend. So let's go with the Braves for the full game cover, getting at the Diamondbacks. Bullpen next up. I can tell you right off the bat I'm fading this one, although I would like you to bring up the F5 totals. There is a part of me that wants to blind bet the F5 over on this one. It's Miami Marlins and Edward Cabrera plus 125 dogs on the road against J-Mont, Jordan Montgomery, and the Redbirds in St. Louis, minus 150 favorites at home. Both of these pitchers kind of coming off of injuries, and that, that's really it. I tend to really like Cabrera. He reminds me of Cody Sanga, right, all the swing and miss, tons of walk stuff, but it's not always consistently bad, so there are flashes of absolute – Greatness, like ridiculously good stuff, and then some pretty scary outings. Montgomery, who I think is really good, has added some swing and miss as well. You know, 28 CSW, 66 first strike with a 6% walk rate for Montgomery is exactly the guy the Yankees should have kept and why I was crying about them trading him for Bader last year. Now, the Cardinals stink with Montgomery. The Yankees stink, wish they had him. So I, I would generally be looking at this one for Miami plus run, half run through five. Maybe even the under, the Miami offense, again, we covered this yesterday. They've been very good. They're also at killing lefties right now. Like, just absolutely popping, flashing off the page. Number one, Woba against lefties last 30 days at 390. Top three, expected Woba against lefties. That's the number is 350. Those are all really good with a top three swing uh, strikeout rate, you know, top five swing strikes. So we know the Marlins are, are really, really good. But I, I really struggle to back pitchers off it. So sorry for all the analysis without any action. But if I sold you in any way, I wouldn't be ashamed. I wouldn't be abashed. You know, um, shy, I should say reticent is the word, to go with the F5 over if it's 4.5 or if it's 4. I probably hold off on the Miami F5 because the Cardinals offense is up off the mat like that Undertaker Jeff big time. 
you don't want lack of control facing this team right now. So we just move it on. I think that one's a pretty good – it's probably a good fade candidate. One I'll be watching closely. If Cabrera looks sharp, he's a guy we're going to want to back in the future. Next up, it's bad It's bad on bad. Patrick Corbin and the Nats on the road against the Baby Bears and Jameson Tyone. Gosh, Corbin's been brutal. Six and a quarter, expected ERA. Sierra up near five. If I'm not mistaken, has he kind of turned it around? I have my last – on the. if you're curious, some of the data that I pull – you can follow my my personal betting stuff and data supply on Sharpener. I have the links on Twitter. I put them out every day. They're pinned tweet. It's only $20 for the rest of the year. I don't even know. A couple cents a day. And Eno Asara's colleague at The Athletic had validated, not say overweighing recency, but understanding and explaining that there is stabilization around 400 pitches. So you just want to keep an eye on a pitcher's you know, most recent performance. You know, not the last game, but the last seven games, right? Something like that, I'll say. The last five, seven games. Anyway. Corbin, we know he's a gas can. Sometimes he looks good. He went 7-1. and one. Two games before that, 7-0. and oh, Sandwiched between a 6 and a 7. And that's pretty much that's pretty much what you get from Patrick Corbin. Tyone's been gross as well. ERA above 6. Whip above 1-4. Expected ERA well above 5. Single-digit swing strike. 20% whiff. Just all the grossness. Tyon does not have an answer for lefties. So you can probably cure up any Washington lefties. Again, I didn't get to this, but this is where you want to be looking. Tyon's given up 293 batting average allowed, a 1,000 OPS, and nearly three home runs per nine to go with the 323 batting average allowed at home and nearly two home runs per nine with a 936 OPS. So, yeah, pretty rough go for Tyon. I'm a little surprised he had 05. Jay, I see where you're – I follow your cursor. Let's get that one. Jay, our uh, you know what? Hold on, no, 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 pump, 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 pump. There's, I think in this situation, is a, this is the last feather for today. We're gonna hurry. Pay the juice for the four point five. It's only twenty cents for a half a run. So, I have to point out, right, people? There's a time and a place to pay juice. If you're looking to go over, the difference between o four point five and o five is the difference between winning at five. Right now, we're looking at. Betstamp.app, Jay's going to tell you about them in one second. But they have a minus 125 for the four and a half, minus 105 for the five. Pay the Jews to hit the run. Jay, tell them about Betstamp. I will, John. Uh, just letting, letting you guys know about Betstamp, simply enough, the easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books like you saw right there, right? Without using multiple sports books, you probably would have been stuck at the 05 or potentially the 05 and a half on points bet. But if you open up multiple sports books, you get options to that four and a half minus 127. Betstamp simply, all it does, guys, is just compares all the sports books, uh, games, player props, futures, everything. Save time and money by checking out Betstamp. Download the app today. And if you're looking, guys, if you're looking to sign up for a new sports book, check out the pinned message in the chat because uh, it, it really helps support the show. So click that link in the chat. It's betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Click that link. It helps support the show. All right, thank you, Jay Bird. On the ones and twos, best producer in the game. So, yeah, let's go over that one, especially at 4.5. I'm going to rush to post that one myself. That one slipped past me. I know the algo's way above it. All right, we got to hustle up. Next one, I know I have the Texas F5 posted. So, if you'd like, go with that one. It's the Flatfish of Florida and Taj Bradley against, excuse me, nasty Nate Eovaldi and those Texas Rangers. 
Gee, do me a favor, pricing uh, definitely the four because again, I posted it. Okay, it's palatable. Minus one thirty. I see minus one twenty-five, minus one thirty. That's okay as long as we get that. That's generally where I draw the line for single plays. This one, listen, I think Bradley's is fine. He's probably even a little bit better than the surface stats five four ERA one four WHIP. But you know the youngsters really struggled at home. He struggled spotting fastball against righties. Nine hundred OPS to righties. Two and three quarters. Home run per nine. Nevald has been one of the best pitchers in the game right now. Two ERA, one flat whip. Indicators in place. Strikeout stuff in place. I know, and excellent at home. 200 BA, 625 OPS, sub three ERA, less than one home or nine. And I think the difference here really is, again, I think Bradley is okay. The difference is the offense. Tampa Bay offense, just atrocious right now. 273 expected wall against righties last 500 PAs. That's a 2018 batting average. 26% K, 13 swinging strike, 50% ground ball. No way. Texas Rangers, we know they're awesome. And they don't strike out. 91 zone contact. 356 expected Walmart against righties last 30. That's number two right behind the Bravo. So give me Texas F5. This one should be – keep it pretty simple. Again, certain teams we know is a definite F5, Texas bullpen. I have a hard time trusting them. I know they've been good, like, since the break. But overall, I really do worry about them. I guess now with, like, Chapman, maybe there's something to be said. But also the Rays bullpen, not one that I generally like to mess with. So – Keep it to F5. We get the split. We get the split. Next up, Tariq Skubal is back for the Detroit Tigers, leaving Motor City, heading to Kansas City to face Daniel Lynch, lefty on lefty. This one I kind of have in trouble with also. Skubal has looked really sharp. I think he was capped at four innings each time, if I'm not incorrect. My, I, my assumption is they're going to look to work him up. Yeah, it was four innings each. He threw 58 but then 63 pitches. So coming off the injury, I mean, are you – I think the question here is, are you making the assumption that Scoble is going to throw 85 to 90 pitches? I'm not, and that's why I've backed off. I know lots of people are on it. The thing that I'd be thinking about, though, because the controls look so good, right? And not to say forget the walk rate. It's only seven. The ball rate, that's what we're looking at. That number below, below 31, just phenomenal. I know a lot of people don't use ball rate, so think of it as like 36 average. Anything above 38, really bad. Anything below 34, 33, we're talking about really living in the zone. And then also Kansas City, a 4% walk rate last 500. So how about that? How about the school walks? Because that, again, I, I, I promise no feathers, but I'm coming out of here looking like a bird today. So if we can get school under one and a half walks, it's a bit too stop, but I, okay. I think I think I like it. I want to be I want to be consistent. This is where I'm going with it, people. If we're worried about workload concerns, where we're only talking about 65 pitches, remember with 65 pitches, you there could be in a bat with 12 foul ball, foul ball, foul ball, foul ball. Strikes him out, gets a pop up, gets a ground up, and if you're only getting 70 pitches, use up you know a fifth, sixth of your output there. So that's where an under of a walk would definitely work, right? I'd be Worried about trying to go over on outs today, for example, just to give you an idea. So I do like the school bull on the walks. I think Frankie was was on that. Matt, if you're still in the chat, man, I'm just, it's killing me. I keep seeing that comment. Not trying to make you look insane, I'm telling you. you. You want insanity. You look at the results my man is getting. Next up, this one, like I mentioned, is not listed. JC, if the Astros and the Rockies are listed, get ready for hard-hitting pitching analysis, of which there will be none. Because if you're doing pitch analysis in Colorado, you're doing it wrong. Generally, it seems very hard to bet favorites in Colorado because it's so juiced. Nothing posted for this one. I had Colorado 
with Noah Davis as the prop pool, who's been atrocious. He's a 10-year-A, 2-plus whip, 1,000 OPS. Maybe Colorado's rethinking that one. So you just got to look at Houston. Again, the problem's going to be looking for a Houston run line. If it, that is juiced to minus 170. So sometimes these games are just not palatable. Next up, this one also. Check a J, but it wasn't listed. Boston Red Sox against Oakland Athletics. I had Chris Murphy opener, although a little more than an opener. Primary maybe is the word. The guy that goes three innings, two to three innings, not one. But he's not going around the order, right? Maybe that's what it is, is a one-time through means primary. I like to define stuff. He's been good. These guys become really hard to model because you're not getting much, and we don't know who's going to follow. So the game is posted, but it's TBD. Bring up the prices for me, Jay, pretty please. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, Boston listed heavy favorite, minus 200 or worse across the board. Probably what you can expect. So I think you just have to leave this one. You know, th- this one stinks. Th- these Oakland games are really tough. You want to you wanna get involved in the Oakland bets. When you think they're going to score, I'm not sure if they're going to. That case should go over. Or when you like Oakland, you could bet them at five and you never bet Oakland full game because the bullpen is so very bad, right? Things that we've covered. And nauseam. And again, consistency in your plays. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right, but when you're consistent, you're fine. You won't be guessing up, guessing down. You won't get the word as whipsawed. That's a training term. So again, I promise no feathers. And, um, you know, right? Jay also mentioned our favorite bet that we never ever take is the mixed double result. Which is definitely worth a sprinkle. Dude, sometimes those the odds in that is plus 800. If you're wondering what I mean, you can bet Oakland for F5 and then the reverse for the full game in the same game because it's highly unusual, right, for someone to bet a, a win and then a loss in the same game. But it happens all the time to Oakland. You know, whenever Blackburn or Sears, whenever the two decent guys are up and about, remember, they're a major league baseball team. They could easily be ahead one nothing or 2-1 through 5. If people go a little too far with that whole thing, like, they stink. We know they stink. A lot of teams stink right now. But the Oakland bullpen is, like, historically bad. All right, next up. This one I know I posted. I have a couple here. Jay, let's get a couple of these on the board. Let's not bury the lead. I have, I had off F5s today because, again, I'm trying to be consistent. If I'm betting on pitching, I'm looking for F5s. If I'm at home and the price is decent, I may look to be at home if I have a good offense. The Twins are not that. Give me the Twins F5, Jay. Bailey over on the bump. I, I got plus money against Seattle and Brian Woo. Who we, listen, we really like Brian Wu. I think Ober is a bit better, though. So this one is really just a battle of two really young pitchers. Like I said, I have Ober with the slight edge. I also have Minnesota with the edge on the offense. So I think that's where we're going to have to get it done. Seattle offense really in the tank right now. Very just gross against righties. 304 expected wall against righties. Last 500 PAs, just oh, that's really bad. 26% Ks, bottom eight, 220 batting average as a team, bottom eight, nine home runs at 500 PAs, bottom five. So they're really not doing much of anything. The Twinkies are striking out, but at least they're getting on base. They're not chasing. They're taking walks, putting the ball in the air, double-digit barrel rate, 117 WRC+. plus For the Twins, I just think they have the slight edge here. So give me over with the even money price. Also, do me a solid. Bring up his outs. Jay Bailey over outs is something that also I think I hit. Something crazy person Matt, Matt put me on to. To look for these, you know, they're good bets sometimes. So it's over 15 and a half. And now think about that. For over, so that's Bailey over to go five and a third. Jay, we're going to bet that one. I'm going to tell you why. So 
if we want to be careful of 18 and a half, because now you've got to come back out for the seventh. Bad pitchers get listed at 14 and a half, and you wonder why I gotta go five. But 15 and a half is only five and a third. Ober's gone at least six in each of the last six and seven of the last eight. So to go five and a third against a Seattle offense, that's pretty bad. Striking out a ton, not getting on, sub-700 OPS as a team. I really like the over-outs also. So give me over F5. Maybe we, even if we push that one, maybe we'll, he'll come back out and get us the out prop. So something new I was trying today. Then next up. Domingo Herman and the New York Yankees, minus 115 on the road against the Halos and Patrick Sandoval. You know, man, Herman's been a mystery with the sticky stuff and then not, but then he's really got it going. And I don't, again, I'm not going to insinuate or put cheating on anybody. I don't know what to do. The Yankees have had questions with sticky stuff. Then they've been had those addressed, and those guys have performed. Does it mean they found another way to cheat? I don't know, maybe. I'm not saying they didn't. We also don't know that they do. What we do know is Herman has been really good lately, right? Nine strikeouts in two of the last three. He had the complete game shutout. We've seen flashes of absolute brilliance from Herman. L.A. offense, getting up off the mat a bit, tons of swinging strikes, missing zone contact. We know Trout is missing. we got to keep an eye on Otani, right? I think Otani might have got banged up. At the end of the game list, I was up. I was trying to stay up. I had money on the Angels. I ended up falling asleep. I was up so late because I got I could get up, you know, four thirty in the morning to start finish stuff to put the show on for you. All the nuance and context you could stomach. A call to the pen, please rate, review, and subscribe. I don't promote this show enough. We're less than two hundred subscribers away from a thousand. Like pretty, pretty please with sugar on top. Subscribe to the channel. Press the cartoon thumb. Press the cartoon bell. Holler at your boy. Let us know what you think. I think I like the Yankees to win this one. Give me the Yankees F5. I'm going to assume Otani's not going to play. Jeff L., what's going on? Didn't see you there. Would have shouted you out, my dude. Really appreciate you. know, one of the cooler things about having my kind of job, besides the fact that I yell at my computer screen about sports, is getting hooked up with really cool people, like-minded, motivated, and positive people that are also degenerates in the best way. So we salute you. Thank you for spending your time here with us. Call to the pen. Yeah, I like the Yankees F5. Yankees crushing lefties right now. Again, just breaking breaking all the left-handed stuff. And Sandoval has had his struggles. Expected ERA, four and a half. Sierra up near five. Double-digit walk rate, 37% ball rate. He's kept the ball on the ground. But he's really – he struggled at home, five and a half ERA at home. Again, Yankees killing lefties right now. And if we're not getting Otani, give me the Yankees through the F5. Again, if Otani's listed is out, right, he's that number is going to shoot up. So give me the Yankees at five, and that'll do it. Fast to show an MLB absolutely anywhere. Take that bad boy to the bank. Please, again, rate, review, and subscribe. Jay, scroll through the plays for today so the audio-only people, if you want, you missed it all, you just want to recap, scroll over to the last 30 seconds of the video. We're at 39 minutes and 30 seconds or so. And while you're there, press the like button because that stuff matters more than it should. Right now we're in, like, let's get this show picked up again next season mode, right? And people hate to hear that. But listen, I've had shows come and go, and the worst thing is, where's that show? It's like, well, people didn't press the stupid thumb. So press the stupid thumb. Press the stupid bell. Help out. Chris Torres, what's up, man? Appreciate you so much for hanging out with us. 
as we wrap up this bad boy. We'll see you tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. So enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Be on the lookout for the football stuff. I got some really cool football stuff. I showcased it to Jay, and he was digging it. I showcased it to some high-stakes betters and fantasy players, and they sound like they're chomping at the bit for me to release it with my ranks and all that stuff. It's going to just be a couple bucks. You know how I roll. So, all right, take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Peace out.